Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge. Defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about last life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better. Watch your back, or vibe, or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light, or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, Hillary opened up an evening of entertainment for the Sathari of Quolus with a dramatic recitation about a pair of feuding clans. Skip and Gudge lightened the mood thereafter, and Koba showed his tender side with a touch of poetry. It was all part of the plan as they then disappeared behind the veil of a distraction to find and rescue the imprisoned Kesh, who, as it so happened, was already rescuing herself. Together again, the four retreated back to the roots with Patherin to plan their next move. With so much at stake, where would they start? Find out in this week's episode, Another Rescue. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper Adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 1, Episode 8, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Greetings! I am Skip, a Calarian Seeker Hermit, and... If Hillary were to ever cast me in one of his plays, I would want to be the beloved sidekick who dies a super heroic and memorable death that upsets the crowd. And then, then when I come back out at the end, everyone claps and throws me flowers and they talk about how, how much they cried and how much they were moved. Uh, that sounds pretty fun. Anyway, uh, Cash, what kind of role would you want to play? I would want to be far in the background no speaking lines, really not even in the play at all. Just, yeah, that that sounds good. So, sorry, Hillary, just not my kind of thing. Well, that leaves me one of two options, I feel. You can either be a stagehand, which is where you <laughs> scuttle around and do helpful things, or a tree. A tree? I think I'd like you to be a tree. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, you have to have Koba be the stage hand because, you know, there's so many hands. Never mind, that was supposed to be a joke. I thought they were feet. Oh, I think this is excellent advice, though. I'm sure that Koba could simultaneously raise the curtain and dim the lights. What? It would be excellent. Um, what? Are you just you just don't want me in your play? Is that is that it? <laughs> well, see, that, that's the thing is, you just revealed to me recently that. You have a knack for poetry, if not the writing, the reading. Would you like to be the main character of the no. best friend who dies horribly? No. Oh, yeah, I bet Kobo would really like to I, see me die horribly. I want to play the villain. <laughs> oh. That tracks. <laughs> oh, that does mean that, that, that Cash needs to be the leading lady then. Uh, um, I think we can make this work. <sighs> like, I imagine Fine, myself. But as... no romantic pairings along the way. I was probably a hero at one point in time. <laughs> Ooh, a fallen hero bit. Um, let me go look. But time in the galaxy has worn me down. Koba. Yes? Would you prefer a speech or to loom ominously? Uh, Koba looks pointedly at the fact that he is not very big. Oh, stage magic, stage magic. I think, I think no maybe a speech would be the best way to go. But still, we'll work on some good entrances and exits. Very dramatic. How do you feel about pyrotechnics? To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question. And this time, it is Kish's turn. Skip. Mm-hmm? What animal would you most like to meet, and why? Oh, animals that I haven't already met? Yes. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, well, so my first instinct is to say that I would really want to meet an Ewok, but I don't think that's technically an animal, right? Are they kind of sentient? I can't tell. They don't really 
They're sapient, yes. Uh, all right, uh, scratch that, and don't ever tell an Ewok I said that. Um, same, same goes for Shadrachan, right? Yes. yes. They're do, you, do you not know what... No, well, you know, just, it's all... There's the line between, you know... Um, do, do you think that small and furry means animal? I or exclusively am... animal? Uh, I need an answer. Uh, Varactyl. That that one's right, right? Everyone says Varactyl. <laughs> Deep down, aren't we all animals? I would have thought that you would have wanted to meet a Peregrill. We're just one brief moment away from, you know. Yes, yes, Goba. Don't worry, I'm, I'm looking for that <laughs> play. I'm looking for that play. The camera pans over the four heroes. The four of you are in one of the bunks that are in the roots of the Elrit tree. One of the places where the nascent rebellion of the uh, Sathri have located. The four of you are sort of just sleeping there. I kind of want to get the description off of the four of you. How... Each of you are sleeping on the provided bunk. Oh, okay, uh, are these normal bunks or are there something special? They're just normal bunks. Okay. Like, this would normally be like a 10-person barracks, I guess you would go so far as to call it. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty stripped-down bunks, but... Sorry, I just want to point out that this doesn't have to be how it is, but at some point I just picture us sleeping in a pile because, you know, Koba is not necessarily... the only mammal included in this but i'm more i'm still considering myself along the lines of the um jurassic park dinosaurs so i'm also warm-blooded so i <laughs> i have shared bunks with cash uh, i i'm sure it's probably not that unusual where like cash is like passed out on the bunk and hillary's just like curled up on top of her and yeah. that's perfectly fine uh, and i figure you know at some point um skip will just you know skip will be sleeping nearby and then it just kind of the slide like falls asleep and slides down the wall it just kind of becomes a, a comfortable lump of of warm friendship well skip also has gudge well gudge so, can sleep on top of anything because well, i know but that's what i was i was i don't know where i was going with that do you cuddle gudge or does gudge sleep on your head like a cat i i feel like skip sleeps like they don't have a care in the world so they're just sort of like starfished out on whatever <laughs> type of bed they're on and Gudge is just in a ball curled up sleeping on like their chest or something. Oh. Yeah, I think um Cash is probably a little bit too big for the bunk she's on so we see like her clawed feet are sticking like over top of the like footboard. One of like long, uh well, metallic arm Clawed arm is dangling out over top of the uh, or off the side of the the bunk, and she has bothered to like stick her blaster underneath her pillow because she's not as carefree about resting here as Skip is. I want I want to see Skip's gun under a pillow. <laughs> It'd be hard to get it under a bed. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we did go to turn in, uh, Kesh would ask uh, Hillary if. Would you mind using a little bit of your gift on me? I Only if you don't mind my singing. <sighs> fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. So yes, I will go ahead and have her lie down and just kind of effectively like a, a, a back rub or something. Just quiet kind of murmuring song to himself. Which I guess I just roll a point, a, a die. Yes. Yep. I have one rating. A horse die. Yep. There you go. And you got two points. <laughs> I got two points. What does that do? <laughs> I can heal a number of wounds, wounds equal to intellect. Okay. Which would be how many? Just two. I'm sorry. Hey, I'll, I'll take it. I kind of suspected that's what it was. But that plus sleeping actually means for the first time since we got to this planet, Kesh will be at full wounds, full strain in the morning. Okay. But also only courtesy to her Trandoshan regeneration on the wounds front, I'll, I'll, I'll admit. So in that case, I will assume what happened is Kesh fell asleep while this was happening, and Hillary actually fell asleep 
sitting on the floor next to Kesha's bed. Okay. So then how does Hillary end up sleeping? Or did I just miss it? So Kesh lies down and he kind of does his little song and lets her fall asleep. And then because he's, I mean, she's been gone and something happened. And we don't know what that is yet because we got there and just kind of collapsed. So he's just going to sit next to the bed and kind of fall asleep, kind of half leaning on, on her. Just kind of like making sure he knows where she is. And Koba? Koba is probably kind of on his side on one of these bunks with his assorted limbs kind of tangled about. He's a pretty light sleeper, so he may murmur periodically, and he definitely has his uh, revolver under his pillow. Also an accomplishment, I feel. While the four of you sleep, your dreams somehow align. You see, you're sort of floating above what you're pretty sure is gardens, but you can see a lot of sky, kind of familiar sky at the moment. It's the sky of Arbuin, but it looks to be from the top of the Elric tree. And there the four of you are looking down at this, and you can see this one fairly tall Mary Allen that you figure's probably in his 30s at this point, somewhere in his 30s, but he is going through a sparring practice. So instead of him having his armor on, as you'd expect, he has the long kilt that he likes wearing, but he has... No armor, no shirt on. So you just get topless gel. As he's going through with a dark metal sword that glints in the firelight of the torches that are around. As he's going through a four-person with the weapon and four people on the outside with Dero coming in and attacking and going through particular steps. As he's going through this, it looks like he's doing this fairly proficiently. After a minute or two of this, and you can see that he's worked up a little bit of a sweat, you can see the armored Sathari that you had seen at the talent show earlier. He approaches Markov and just sort of stands there, coughing into his closed fist. <coughs> Reeve. I'm sorry to say that there's been a prison break from one of our guard houses. The one that I had talked of earlier to you seems to be missing now, and the guardians do not know where they are. What do you mean that they have lost this being? You said that they were a lizard. How can you hide a lizard in one of these buildings? They stick out like a sore thumb. When you were describing this transition, they were a head at least taller than any of the Sathri. Have the guardians go out, start knocking on doors, do more, find where they are. Didn't one of your informants say that they knew where they were supposed to be sleeping? Oh, yes. Yes, Reeve. I shall get to it at once. At which point does the amazingly quick, tight salute and turns, you can see that this garden borders on the edge of this, what can almost be called a palace, jumps out the side as they then head to the Guardian's headquarters. You can see Markov there, just sort of muttering to himself for a moment, and goes, again, uh, twirling the sword up in a circle above their head, walking to the middle, and almost absent-mindedly going through the kata, catching a bit of a drift, and then you feel something. Turns and looks up into each of yours eyes, and that's when the dream ends. Kova snaps awake and basically almost immediately has his pistol up and pointed sort of just in the middle of the room at this point. It takes a moment for him to kind of calm down and realize that no one is here but the party. 
At least I assume. No one's there, just a party. Koba then notices that Kesh has awoken as well. Her response was less immediately defensive. She did sit up, and currently she is sort of clasped her clawed fingers together underneath her chin, looking contemplative. Ben, did it feel fairly clear that this was not a normal dream? Yes. At the very, very least, it felt like a lucid dream. But truly, it felt like something beyond a dream. It felt like something true. Do you see it too? Markov, yes. I think we need to get to the farm. You are worried about what they'll do there. You say that like you're surprised. How do you know our presence won't just make that situation worse? If they show up and they don't find us, there might not be much harm. If they do, then that proves the farmers were sheltering us. The answer isn't always to rush ahead. Yes, I know it's odd of me to say that, but I've been thinking a lot since yesterday. Our presence has already made things worse for them. If they know, I don't think these are the type that are going to give due process. I think Hillary, he didn't sit up or move. He just kind of opened his eyes where he was sitting. I fear Cash is right. We should not go to the farm right now. We should pray and hope and work for their safety, but being there would guarantee their hurt. If we are to fix this situation as begun so long ago, we need to find the right people. I'm not saying we wait around. I think we just need to make sure that we can get them to safety. Is this place even safe? You haven't even told me who... I didn't say bring them here. Then where? Perhaps we should bring this to Patherin. Who is Patherin? He's political rival. Of Markov? Uh, he's... It's a rebellion. He's not really a leader of anything but. Uh, he's the mm. third son of one of the clans, and he's trying to unseat the current Reeve. Why? Because the Reeve's a rude person. Are those your words or Patron's? Why does Patron want to be in charge? Is Patron... Patron doesn't want necessarily to be in charge. He's trying to do this wisely and find the right people. Find the right people to lead the planet uh, afterwards? Fill the vacuum, I believe was your phrase. Then, then we need to talk to them. I believe that's what I just said. They might be the right person to patch the wound when we remove Markov. Yes, but they don't have a group of guardians going to search their property right now. Okay, Koba, how about two of us stay and talk with Patherin, and two of us go and kind of figure out the farmer situation? That way, Kesh can stay hidden, and maybe progress can be made to both venues. Maybe, maybe. I can live with that. Hello, Skip, dear. Skip just kind of wakes up and stretches. When you stretch, what does Gudge do? Does Gudge stretch too? Yes. It's so cute. I can't handle it. And then Skip will just kind of let you all continue on with your conversation, because clearly it's, I don't know, loud and important or whatever. But Skip will just start kind of like saying good morning to Gudge and, and mumbling about the, the neat dream that they had that last night. Good morning, Gudge. Good morning, Hammock. Good morning, Sky. <laughs> good morning, grumpy compatriots who are having an intense discussion that I don't want to interrupt. All right, Koba, who do you want to take with you? Oh, I thought Koba uh... would stay here. What? No. 
<laughs> You're the business one. Well, you and Cash. Look, I'm going to make sure that this farm situation is sorted out fine. I've said all I feel what I have to say with Patherin, and I didn't sense any deceit when we talked to him before. Then who are you taking with you to the farm? Hey, Skip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> what? Want to go to the farm? Sure. We did leave that board thing there. Yes. Yes, I we don't did. know what's being. I don't know what the board thing is anymore. It's been. You were old. there for the board. I was well, on the to, I am old. <laughs> it's been too long. It's it's been like thirty six hours. It's felt Our, like months. Our evidence I'm dungeon for is still there. Somebody make a comment about age here. Jeez. <laughs> Koba and Skip will go to the farm. Bring the farmers back here if you don't find somewhere else to put them safely. And Hillary and I will talk to Patron and hopefully set things in motion so we can remove this cancer upon this society. Cash, yes? darling. It's Patron. Patron? Patron. With Pathrin. a PH or a thorn. Well, I haven't seen it written, so. <laughs> Frickin' is really hard. I can change emotions. that if you like. I was just correcting her before Look, we got to I the heard meeting. it with your accent. I. <laughs> okay. Oh, forgive me. I will try to enunciate more clearly. Thank you. Maybe you could try to leave some of your sibilance out. What? What? Try not to kill each other while Skip and I are away. <laughs> be smart. Be safe. May the force go with you and all that. Skip, maybe, maybe leave me. Maybe leave our friend in a box, just in case. Skip gets a very concerned look on their face, and then kind of like gives a sidelong look over at Koba and then kind of leans in at you. What? If you are searched by the guardians, what do we not want them finding? Oh. See, I thought that sounded really strangely threatening. I thought you were saying something about leaving Koba in a box and that was kind of No, no, like no, I, I do not wish anybody else to be put in a box. Just okay. That makes that makes so much more sense. <laughs> Leave the artifact. I will endeavor oh, right, to. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, completely, oh. no problem. Cash, I apologize. It's not you. It's me this morning. I just can't talk to anyone. I'm just. I'm gonna go find some. Oh, there's no calf. <laughs> oh. Truly, oh. this planet needs a lot of help. <laughs> All right, so we're splitting the party. Yes, you're finally splitting the party. And, <laughs> and not the way I expected. No, I uh, like like that was honestly an olive branch for from Cash. She was like, okay, right, Koba, I'm, I'm buying it. Just, uh, you know, you pick whoever you want to take. I, I honestly was figuring that Hillary would take Skip because we're inoffensive and small and quiet and sweet. Yeah, I, I did half expect Koba to go, all right, Cash, then you're coming with me. and. She would have done it. So, uh, yep. You've, uh, but you've made your bed now, Koba. Go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to put Skip into mortal peril so that they will awaken the force inside. <laughs> <laughs> Th fair and enough. What happens after this? After the force awakens? <sighs> Are there any any more Jedi's to be had? No, I think we're down to the last one. <laughs> you know, I never did tell you all my original last name. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you got my hopes up, Red. No, no. <laughs> okay, so uh, which team do you want to deal with first? Farm team or Roots team? It sounds like we're, we're small town baseball teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start off with Patherin. Okay, uh, whatever time of night it is, we're gonna go wake, wake them up. Them, them, him. What, what are what? What pronouns does Patherin prefer? That'll be my first question. Patherin is a he. Okay. 
Patherin is a he and you see Patherin there leaning over a medic standing near him as wounds are getting patched. Head kind of lowered. And you can see the one who was cussing him out leaning up against the far wall. Looking between the two of you. Oh, well, I do see you think you've cleaned up well. For a moment, I had thought that you were a ghost with the way that all of them had described you. Yes, there was a bit of a flower incident, but um, uh, I've got most of it off now. I'm Kesh, by the way, and I want to begin by thanking you for your assistance back during the jailbreak. It was what your companions had said was a price. And it was a price that I was very willing to pay. I'm glad it was successful. Hmm. My compatriots have also been telling me about some of your political ideology. I'm interested in learning more about what your plans are for the day when Markov is removed. That day. That day is the reason why I don't sleep all that night. If we don't replace Markov with a group of leaders who care about all of... Qualas, and not just their own, Qualas will dissolve into a civil war that will leave us all the worse off for many years to come, assuming it doesn't lead to the burning of the tree. I believe you. I... I've heard something similar from another source. Oh? I wasn't aware that there was any other sources. Well... There are there are other powers at work here, Patherin. And fortunately, they have the best interest of your people at heart as well. Do you have any idea who might be a good fit or what form of government might be a good fit in the wake of Markov? Something to avert civil war, perhaps? A council of equals among the clans would be the most reasonable, but getting one to be stable is hard. If we utilize my beloved's uncle as the representative of the Tumris, the old hatreds run deep. How many clans are there? That is a hard one to say. Most, like your friend, Corliss, is a clan unto their own, but they're a minor clan within the Telshar clan hierarchy. So then how many major clans are there? There's a Hilshar and the Tumris. Just two? That is what we have gotten to. That's what the merchants told us coming in to Kesh. Please do try to keep up. It's been a long day. And my notes are on another computer. <laughs> <laughs> ah, finicky computers always wandering off. Yes, I, I can't easily read my notes and be near the microphone at the same time. Perhaps you should use something more analog, something portable, yet legible. Ugh. Oh, that can't be your handwriting, man. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> it's true, though. Defeated. <laughs> uh, two is a problematic number when you're talking about a council of equals. There needs to be somebody to break those ties that, from the sounds of it, would always happen. And that, that is one of the issues. One of the thoughts that have floated on the breeze was that a pair would hold equal power, but that, as you say, would cause an issue. This has caused me no end of sleepless nights. Me and Elina had... No luck in figuring it out as we've discussed it. Um, when he says the name, does Ilana react? I'm assuming this is the person leaning up against the wall. Yeah, and she'll nod. Is she by any chance dressed like the opposing clan? Yeah, she is Ilana Tumris. So, oh, and tiny, tiny <laughs> fist pump from Hillary. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you can see the shape of the story. 
Okay. Just don't go don't go taking any poison, please. I know that's a thing here. You've got plenty of poison, but just don't. Okay, so how did the two of you end up together given your family's disagreements? I am the third of my siblings. They care about the heir. They care about the second. The third, well, the heir and the second aren't really into, uh, shall we say, martial explorations. So there isn't much worry, one might say. As for Alina, it's better for her to say. I mean, do we want to jump real quick? I think it's a good no. plan. I'm, I'm thinking right now. So we've got Skip and Koba making their way back up to the Corliss farm. Yep. So then that was when Gudge, I, I think, had it in in his head that he wanted to go to a more warm planet. And so we went, you're looking at me funny. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Uh, so then we decided, oh, there's the farm. Just be on your guard. There he was. More. You can talk and be on your guard at the same time. Mm. How's the farm look? Is it on fire? Are there charred skeletons outside of it? Wow. I really hope not, considering we're in a tree. <laughs> I feel like it's I mean, one burn, all burn. The, the, the evil of the reeve may know no bounds. As you approach... Before you get in too close of distance, say, let's just go with medium at the moment because of curving and whatnot. Uh, I will go with, like, you see two humans in white armor standing guard at the door. Oh, dear. (sighs) Empire. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are just renting rooms there. No big deal. Skip, how much do you know about the Empire? Koba, you really think I'm very stupid, don't you? I think you're maybe not well-traveled. Skip doesn't really have a nose, but Skip kind of (laughs) sniffs out of not nose. It's just like a a huff. Just like there's little nostril slots, I think. There definitely are. Do you you flare your nostril slots? It's more more just like an indignant huff. (sighs) All right, well, what do you want to do about it? Wish we could get in closer. Ah. Hmm. Hold on. I mean, I can just walk over and be all, I'm right in a room here. You're going to let me go? I'm going to try something else first. All right. Kova fishes into his pack, or his utility belt or something, for... Smoke bombs? No. Uh, one of the one of the pieces of gear he has not done anything with so far, an RMD-20 eye in the sky. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's a small camera droid. The back camera. Gotcha. Oh, goodness gracious. So he takes out the data pad that is the, has the input and prepares to send the camera droid to just kind of scout, see if we can figure out if there's, presumably there are more than just the two stormtroopers outside. Does it have a stealth rating or no? No, I don't think so. I, I think it has really basic stats. I've I've used these before, and I know I looked at them for Cav. Yeah, they have a three agility, uh, ones and everything else. They're just minions, so they just have the three three green for stealth. All right, three green for stealth. And there's Stormtrooper. Yep. So that would be an average check. All right. P.S. We started this game with four dark side and one light side, if you'd like to spend that. Not really. <laughs> No. Oh, you're meaning for Brandon, no, right? So. <laughs> this is not a big enough deal. Hey, two successes and a threat. All right, so you're able to make it past the two guards. Mostly, I want to get a look at what's inside, see if I can figure out where Corliss is, how many Imperials are here. So you've got two stormtroopers outside. You start searching, and inside it looks like someone's searching in the classic I'm going to turn over everything onto the floor fashion. As you're moving with the droid, you keep going. Yeah. Like, you know that your area was off in the barn off down another ramp. In the main manse, it looks like it's already been searched. As you go down the ramp down to the barn where your rooms were, there you see 
two more stormtroopers that are actively because you were sleeping on these haystacks, they're actively ripping the hay apart as the olive uniformed woman is standing there berating Jill Corliss. Where are they? I can see right here that they've been here. I can see that they're force users. I mean, why else would you have Darth Pelagius there on this board? <laughs> like, why? I'll lead back to Darth Plagueis, that's why. Koba mm. grumbles under his breath, I guess. Where did they go? Do you know where they are now? And Jill's like, no, not one bit. They left this morning and then that's it. They paid up for another three nights, but that's it. That's all that I know of them. And then they left their stuff here. With such meager things as they have. Does Jill look like they've been roughed up or anything at all? Yes. Jill looks like they've been roughed up pretty heavily. Look, Skip, I've... I've seen the Empire do this kind of thing before. If we don't get involved, this is going to go downhill. More so than it already has. How many people are in the barn? The officer and... Two stormtroopers. Let's try and get Jill out of there. What did you see? Oh, um, the display. <laughs> the display is running to a data pad that I assume. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, okay. Skip can like watch over Koba's shoulder, basically. Okay, scratch, scratch, scratch that. Yeah, Koba wouldn't be like hiding it from Skip. Uh. There's only three of them in there. So there's three inside, and there's two outside. Correct. Oof. There's two at the door. There's some in the main building, or the main building's already been tossed? The main building's already been tossed. Okay. Looks like they had tossed the main building and then moved on to the barn. And they're doing more than just tossing the barn. Do we have line of sight to the people in the barn? No, you do not. The main farmhouse obscures that. Okay. Can we find somewhere that we have line of sight to the people in the barn from fairly far away? Basically, what I'm looking for is, based upon having been here already, slash what we can observe now, is there anywhere that Skip can set up and snipe? Hmm. Or or do we basically have to, like, go into the room? I, I thought about that, but the problem is that, like, I can knock one of them out. Yeah. But then the other one is going to have reaction time to, you know, sound an alarm or whatever. Yeah. For all I know, like, Koba could try and uh, aboreal their way around the... Yeah mansion and you can provide what would be called top cover actually hey skip okay Mm -hmm. can we find a place for skip to snipe because i have a proposal for a plan if if yes i'm gonna go with yes okay ren so how does this hit you koba has misdirect now which means that at the base power koba can basically make somebody invisible to other people oh so if Koba gets close, because I don't have a lot of range on it, because I only have the base power, Koba can basically make Jill disappear, quote unquote. Um, at least as far as like the officer is concerned. And if you're able to take out the stormtroopers at that point fast enough that they don't really have much time to think to do anything between the like inherent distraction of this person vanishing in front of their eyes. It's risky, but I think we can give it a go. I mean, anything we're going to do is risky here, right? Yeah. Just so that I'm clear for the initial setup, Skip is going into the hide and Koba is going to get their way onto the barn. Uh, Yeah. In this case, you'd actually have to be going into the bottom of the barn and going up. Yeah, Koba's got to sneak in. I've got to get into short range, basically. um, As stealthily as possible. So that's what Koba's going to be trying to do. I kind of want to get a one red, one purple athletics or coordination check out of Koba to get to the barn with through alternate means sure. as opposed to going through the pathways that they mm-hmm. know. Okay, I guess I'll take coordination because that's mildly better. And I was using a destiny point to get the one red. Yeah, I'll counter flip because that I don't have a yellow if I don't. One red, one purple. Ooh, I'm getting a lot of ex- of success with threat tonight. Four successes, two threat. Woohoo. So Copa just like goes swinging off into some trees. This is very cool looking. What would you like to do with that threat, Ben? I'm going to go with as you're swinging off doing that, I'm figuring like the last place where you're going to land, you land like a half 
foot short, mm-hmm. you have to draw yourself back up onto the ledge that you would land on, essentially using a maneuver to get up there. Uh, does that put me in short range then? Of the officer specifically, I think. Yeah, that'll put you at short range, yes. All right, cool. I assume Koba range will skip some kind of signal before <laughs> before parting ways, some sort of signal that, you know, makes sense for this circumstance as kind of the go-ahead-and-shoot signal. Because Jill is not going to disappear for Skip. Mm-hmm. The, the target of the power is the person who stops seeing something. So Koba will probably, I don't know, click his comm link or something like that. And then I am going to do a misdirect. And that's just a straight roll, not against anything? Nope. I just have to roll and do pips. Just set a check. I was just wanted to see if I had to look up a step block. No, nah, this one is um not a... That's cool. Not tied to any stuff. Good for our listeners to know, and I wasn't All sure. All right. Uh, I got one dark side point as a result, which I will absolutely take. So I will suffer a strain and gain a conflict to tap into my anger in order to uh, misdirect on the officer. So the officer, what this does is I may spend a a point to make a target at up to short range, unable to perceive a chosen person or object of silhouette one or smaller until the beginning of my next turn. All right. So I am choosing Jill. So as far as the officer is concerned, since my understanding was the officer was the person who was actually watching Jill while the stormtroopers like search the place. Yes. The officer simply can't see Jill anymore. <laughs> Just can't. Like, and, Co- and Koba where, gives the signal Chico? Skip to do things. Okay. So when Koba gives Skip the signal, Skip will try to, as quickly as possible, trank. Oh, but they're wearing armor. Your trank darts have, like, pierce four. Oh, right. Okay. They're They're actually extremely good at armor. <laughs> Okay. You're the best person in the party for fighting something with armor, I think, by, by quite a lot. Good to know. Okay. I'm I'm thinking, I don't know, in like other dark terms. Okay, then, yeah, Skip will, you know, have been waiting for the signal and will sort of set up the giant air rifle. <laughs> this is also going to be like one of the rare occasions in Heroes where it's at long range. Just by nature of all that. It's going to be at long range. There is no range defense at all. Which are you shooting at? Are you shooting at the minion group or the sergeant? The two guards that were outside, I thought, were just regular old. Oh, they're far enough away, I think, that they won't rush in right now. I was thinking the two that are searching. I thought that's who you wanted me to Oh, shoot. I misunderstood completely. Yes, then the the guys that are searching. (laughs) Can I see them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Okay, then yes. Yeah, you'd sort of see them with enough, because rounds and all that sort of stuff, you see it with enough time, they'd be putting up and then you'd be able to like give off two darts to try and stun them. Okay. Okay, so this is going to be a long range, which means it's going to be three purple, and I do think, yeah, I am going to flip a point to turn it into two purple, one red. Okay. Two success and three advantage. Nice. I am amazed. <laughs> I don't. I, I. I just never expect to roll well in this game. I. Turns out, Skip's a really good shot. I don't know what to do with this. Okay, base damage six, so that's two, eight. Yeah. Okay. Which actually would be enough to take one of them down just raw. And now you have three advantage to play with, as one of them goes down, and one of them looks like they got black body stocking that they wear underneath all that white armor seems to have been torn on the other one. If you are using smart trank, I suppose the one that's still up might have to roll against it. If you wanted to, absolutely. I mean, there's no reason not to, right? Yeah, not really. Not really. <laughs> then how does mechanically... If you use it, they would make a average resilience check. Yes. And if they fail that... I believe that is true. Oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> They suffer more strain, plus strain if they fail with threat. The risk of Smart Trank is that um, if you get a despair while shooting Smart Trank, you run out of Smart Trank, and it's, like, expensive and hard to find. So it activates (sighs) automatically, but there is that, like, 
risk of the, the weapon still does its normal stuff regardless. They succeed, so they do not drop. Yeah, it's worth a shot. <laughs> All right, so one of the stormtroopers falls down. The other looks to be getting a bit woozy. I'm going with that. Koba is just sort of hanging onto a ladder. Koba's natural enemy, and just looking over the top so that they can see what's going on. They have been down with the Tarvixes and the hay and whatnot. Sure. So one of the stormtroopers drops. The sergeant turns over and looks. What the criff is going on? Where'd she go? The one who's still up is just sort of like, what is going on here? Yeah, probably not feeling great. (laughs) In terms of, like, initiative, are we back to... Are we to a new round? essentially. Yes. Let's go at the top of the round. All right. Where, and we'll just do PC, NPC, PC, NPC. Seeing that one of the stormtroopers is still up, Koba is going to spring into view because at the start of his turn, Jill is going to start being visible again. Mm -hmm. So like maneuver to, to move up into where he's very obvious to the stormtrooper and the officer. Second maneuver to draw a vibrorang and then throw it at the officer. Okay. Is she a uh, adversary or anything like that? Yes, they do have adversary one. So it'll be one red. I will flip a destiny point. And we're at short range. You said no defense. Yep. No defense, just one adversary. Neat. So he flings this vibrorang. And it's going to catch her for six damage, pierce two. Nice. So that does sink into the armor and actually do some damage to her. Uh, for the advantage, I'll just basically the the my my sudden attack has conveniently kind of nudged them well into Skip's view. That's me. Skip would be seeing the one stormtrooper that's kind of woozy and. The Stormtrooper Sergeant now back with Koba visible on the other side of them to a side. So still clear field of fire. The Sergeant is going to go at the new surprise. They are going to pull a knife and stab at Koba. Okay. Doing a total of five damage pierce two. And thankfully for you, only one advantage. Ah. Koba got a decent amount of stabbed, but it's still in one piece. So that'll bring us around to Skip. You want to try and finish that Stormtrooper before it goes? Yeah, absolutely. Skip will line up another shot. Aim. Still three purple, or are you going to upgrade it again? This is just going to be three purple. Okay. Don't forget the boost from Koba earlier. Yep. Oh, that gives me a boost. Okay. Yep. I thought it was just a narrative assistance. No, no, I just had one advantage, so like... I just used the give a boost to the next PC. All right. Pew, pew. Yes. Woo, four successes and two advantage. So that, (laughs) that's 10. Here's four. Look at that. You're going after the second stormtrooper from the minion group, The The one that that Koba kind of pushed. So in that case, I'm going to go with that leaves just the sergeant still up. Because you hitting that the other normal stormtroopers enough to drop them. Two shots, two downs with the stun rifle and now it's just the sergeant that's up. Uh, And you do have two advantage there. Oh, yes. Right. Um, uh, how They're not anywhere near the sergeant though, right? What were you wanting to do with the sergeant? I don't know. I was just trying to think of like Stormtrooper falls in some way that, I don't know, inconveniences the sergeant or something. But I... That's totally doable. So that Stormtrooper, as you hit them, I'm going with neck shots for some reason. Yes. This one goes in like the collarbone area, and they get woozy and a bit mobile with it and stumble backwards, hitting the uh, sergeant. Yes. Who is not wearing a helmet because, well, they're... That's sort of a sergeant. Because they have to be all, you know, menacing and stuff when they're interrogating. Yeah, we got like a an actor that people would recognize for this role, so. <laughs> Pretty much. Cool. 
So are we back to a new a new round? Let's just finish this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kova is going to take out his other Viberang. Second maneuver to back out to short range and throw again because that is the, the life he likes to lead. One success and three advantage. Um, is that? Yeah. This is a Viberang. It, it crits on a two. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> uh, so that is five damage, pierce two. Okay. So sadly, it is laminate, but and I will spend two of the advantage to crit, and the viper ring is vicious one, so that crit is plus ten. I'll use the other advantage to heal strain. Okay, give it a shot. Stunned. The target is staggered. Each. So can't take action. Can't take actions and can't downgrade the action that they yep. have. So they just forfeit the action. They can yep. move. Are they still up? They are cool. still up, sadly. They are going to, now that they see Jill there, yeah. they're going to take their one maneuver, which they have, because they are still only a rival, and head towards the bridge going between the barn and the farmhouse. Okay. There's still a short range to Koba. Well, Skip, can you... And then also, yeah, we do have Skip, and now they're sort of silhouetted in the opening there. Oh, I'm so worried. I'm going to knock this person out, and they're going to fall. <laughs> and take both of my vibro rings with them? Oh, oh, Uh-oh. also they might die. I guess that's also a concern. That That's the concern. Skip will... <laughs> but my vibro rings. ...see that, you know, the sergeant is on the move and kind of a little wobbly and take another shot to, you know, just, just to knock her out. Not, you know, do any real hurt. Yep. Aim. Three purples. She's an adversary. This one should be one red, two purple because they do have adversary. Okay. Oh, right. Different character. All right. Let's see what happens. Two successes and a threat. Man. So eight. Koba and Skip are a dream team. Eight damage. <laughs> uh, Pierce four. Eight damage. Pierce four. Tranquilizer darts on a bridge. As much as I don't want to give Skip like a huge crisis right now, but I totally do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like that threat needs to be. I don't know. Exactly what I, what I just said. Like, she starts to fall or something. One threat is not enough for them to start falling off. Okay. That being said, that one threat is enough for them to fall forward out onto the ramp. And for just that brief, brief moment, Skip thinks that they're going to fall. and That they aren't going to stop there, that they're going to fall. So now the two stormtroopers... The two stormtroopers, stormtroopers, and the sergeant are out. They have been knocked out. All by skip. Non-lethally. The sergeant does have two vibro rings sticking out of her. But yeah, but yeah, skip is... And this is the reason why skip is was worried that they're going to fall, but the sergeant is twisted enough that the vibro rings are, like, sticking yeah. up. Skip is definitely one of the scary ones in this group, though. Oh no, Skip wasn't scared of losing the vibro rings. Skip was scared of accidentally killing someone. No, I understand that. Oh yeah. Like Okay. I don't care about your weird little weapons. I am more concerned yeah. about the vibro rings. <laughs> Alright, and with that, as Koba goes over to pick up the vibro rings, I'm thinking that we're gonna cut back to Kesh and Hillary. Alright, Patherine, Alina. It's clear to me we're not going to be able to solve this situation by ourselves what we need to do is have both of your families meet we need to discuss this with those that would assume power and negotiate to find a balance between them the fact that you each come from one of these families is a unique opportunity to do so that could be a hard thing my mother and her uncle are going to be such a very difficult ones to bring around to s- seeing this. 
Well, if you can get them to come to the table and talk with one another, we can figure out how to get them to play along. My friend Hillary here can be quite persuasive and is good at seeing how to make everybody get along. Yes, Hillary? You don't need to raise your hand. It's really hard for me to see you, I understand, but... <laughs> you just get so upset when I start talking while you're talking. I was just I, 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 don't, I don't get upset. You're allowed to talk. Talk. And Kesh says, you don't, I don't get upset, and Hillary just kind of looks at the other two and does a very small nod. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to, once you gather the families, find some way to to get them together. I'm sure that your cunning minds can uh, be bent to this task. But also, perhaps, bring with you those that have been wronged by Markov. Mm. Bring the farmers, the carvers, the shop owners. These are people from both clans. Everybody is hurting from this. The answer is to work together. And nothing brings people together like a mutual enemy. Or a wedding. Mm-hmm. Tiny thumbs up. <laughs> no, no, definitely an enemy. I was right, but. <laughs> She's just bitter. Hmm. <laughs> Marriage is overrated anyway. Just, just, honestly, she's just kind of generally bitter about everything. Marriage just is is a thing. She's fine. It's fine. Marriage is great. It's great. Love. Beautiful. Wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, go. <laughs> Families. Cash and I will set up uh, a little meeting miss area. A wedding of one of her kids or something? Mm. <laughs> oh, take that as a yes. Among other things. It's a thing. I cannot promise how good of a mood that they're going to be in, but we can get them. Then that is the place to start. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find true updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Ren, on Twitter at Atomic Firebird, or if you want to follow me other places, I do stuff. I also have a podcast uh, that you can look at at Fast Times DND on Twitter. Uh, you can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one two T H Night with a K. Uh, I also have two D and D five E actual plays of my own. The Glass Dagger can be found on Twitter at The Glass Dagger, and Omens Call can be found at Omens Call Pod. Um, shockingly enough, I am in fact still Leslie. Like Ren, I am slowly <laughs> melting into a puddle of humanity. But you can find me on Twitter at LeslitGS. I moonlight on Soul Zero. Um, I'm going to say Force Majeure intentionally, because if I don't, I'll just say it anyway. Uh, and Flight Risk. And I'm Brandon at Blue of the Kin on Twitter. I also have a Star Trek actual play, uh, which is at Endeavor Show on Twitter or EndeavorShow.com. That is, in both cases, E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R show. Christine's there, too. Christine's there, too. I am there. I feel like I need to have a Stargate podcast just so we can have all the big stars covered. Yeah, probably. You need to, uh, <laughs> yeah, get on that list. Yeah. Like, Gate is if a four-letter word. If there were Canadians word. in licensing, that would be a viable thing. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and things that we discuss in random weirdness that we bring up in the show. Uh, you can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroesatthehydeanway.com. If you uh, like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. And if you want to help us find some cold comfort from our 
and the harsh reality of our lives in a coffee or some related beverage. You can help us out at ko-fi.com slash the Hydean way. Isn't coffee usually warm, not cold? Look, it's not very good coffee. You said cold coffee. Yeah, I know. That's what I meant. I'm very confused. Well, technically, iced calf is a thing. That's how they drink it on Malastare. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, my favorite color is red. (laughs) (laughs) There, simple, done. See, (laughs) Koba? What what are you trying to hide, Cash? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's that she actually likes lightish red. It's pink. (laughs) (laughs) That's a harder question than because, like, what? I'm a frog. You're a lizard. Leslie's a dinosaur. Hey, hey! I am a Trendosian. Thank you very much. That was not Skid, Ren. Yeah, no, <laughs> Ren, Ren. Trandoshans can call Tough. each other lizards, but like... <laughs> no. Oh. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping in their rented berths at the Corliss farm. Didn't we go down? I thought we decided on... We went to the roots because we have cash with us. Right. Okay. We're sleeping in a closet. Okay, I don't know what the roots are. Are, are we actually talking about like the roots of the tree? Yes. Okay. 